Welcome to Journey Through the Eyes EMDR podcast. This is the podcast that is here to unveil and explore the transformative power of EMDR. Our mission is to support both new and seasoned clinicians with those critical conversations and the resources about EMDR doing therapy and growing your private practice business. I am one of your hosts. I'm Tamara J. Brown, licensed professional counselor with Arise Psychotherapy and Coaching Services here in San Antonio, Texas. And I want to introduce my co-host, my sister friend, Miss <laughs> Kathy Couch. I am Kathy. Uh, they tell me to say Kathy on the couch for marketing. <laughs> I'm Kathy Couch. I'm out here in Idaho. And um, Tamira and I are happy to join you on Journey Through the Ice. Yes, I am so excited. So be here. So excited to be here today to have this wonderful and delicious conversation today that we're going to be sharing with our audience on discovering our niche, Kathy. Such an exciting topic that we have on the table for today. Yeah, so um, I kind of started my EMDR consulting practice and business, uh, and I really didn't have any guidance on how to create a brand or a business, so I began taking some classes um, to write a business plan, and then I thought, well, maybe I need to do marketing too, and I really enjoyed the marketing component because it just gave us some simple strategies to be able to market ourselves. My instructor always said, you've been marketing yourself ever since you graduated as a therapist, you know, mm. what's your niche and what do you specialize in? And um, so when you think about it, you think about a target market, you, you get out of college and you have this undifferentiated target market, which is just mass marketing. I'll serve everyone. Doesn't focus on a specific um, client population. Instead, it takes a broad approach Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where I started. I know maybe you started there too, trying to figure out who am I as a therapist. Mm -hmm. Typically, as we begin to uh, form an identity, right? Yeah. And then we we kind of go in and we develop, um, we scale it down. So we get out of the large scale and instead of targeting a broad audience or population, we develop some specialties. So what I tell consultants that I work with, they're like, I don't know what I do. I said, go to your resume. Mm -hmm. figure out what trainings you've done mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think as EMDR therapists we're thinking like what is my niche you know all the time doing Gottman interventions or domestic violence or DBT interventions and I think EMDR in itself is a niche right and when we begin to brand ourselves as consultants people say how am I going to find my tribe and Tamir you're really great at this build it and they will come law of attraction and we really want to create a narrowly defined market and not get into that scarcity of like, well, so-and-so is doing this. Um, you are the brand, right? Yes. You know what, Kathy, as always, you come from such a brilliant perspective in helping, you know, us as clinicians get our start, right? And I love the conversation you're talking about at that journey we go through in coming out of college and, you know, our brains are still trying to adjust and digest all of the information. And I think one of the things that you said, which is so critical, I'll just reframe it in a different way, is taking the time to slow down and do some real introspection, right? To take a look at, um, as you're doing the work, what are the people, what are the issues you love yes. 
to study or help people with. And I think that that's just a sweet spot there, right? Trying to discover who you are as a new or sometimes even seasoned therapist. It really is taking that journey, as you said, back to yourself. You know, I know that we're going to school and we're doing all the things and we're externally focused and trying to learn all this stuff. But I think that this is a great space to remind us, you know, that really um, the journey, the brand, the therapy and all the things that we are becoming and journeying into, it really begins with us, with the clinician and who we believe we are becoming, you know, and who or what are those things we are passionate about. And Kathy, I think it's interesting. I don't know how you feel about this, but I know that for me on my journey, um, trying to become a competent, ethical yeah. Uh, professional. And we forget, I forgot to stay connected to my passion and why I wanted to become a therapist. And I think that whole spiritual principle, law of attraction and everything you just mentioned is so closely tied to the passion and that desire that's in the heart of the clinician. Yeah. There's an author named Simon Sinek. He he says, start with why. And um, he describes the Wright brothers uh, developing the flight. And there was a competitor um, that had uh, the government backing. And he had all of these these funding to be able to create the airplane. And his why was so he could be famous and he could have the, the, the face of the aeronautic industry. And then the Wright brothers came along and they just did it because they loved it. You know, mm-hmm. on the day that they took flight, he quit. Mm-hmm. He quit doing that with all of his resources because he couldn't handle it. Um, this is secondary from Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. And uh, he could have partnered with them and mm-hmm. created something so powerful, right? Just like Tamira and I, we could do this on our own, but we love being together. <laughs> we love laughing, you know, and that's what we want to bring together is that, culture that brand that connection right and so starting with why um the wright brothers started with why they loved building airplanes they loved um helping people you know take flight and the why over here was i'm I'm self-motivated and self-interested and people can sense it so what i'm encouraging therapists to do is start with why start with why do we do what we do and um if someone is to come come to me and say, what do you do? I'm a DBT therapist. I like CBT, ego state and EMDR versus why do you do it? I love helping people transform their lives and businesses into practices that can be with them for a lifetime. Which one feels better? Right. And you know, and if we can lean into that a little bit more, and I think that what you just handed and offered us is, you know, the balance between what we do and who we be. Yeah. Who we are desiring to be in the field of mental health, you know, and I think that because the world we live in and a culture and a society and, you know, um, mental health and becoming a a therapist and a licensed professional counselor and all the things is a really big deal. Mm 
Uh, the society we live in has kind of put us in a corner in the closet. It's almost like we are one of the best kept secrets uh, for society and community, and they've needed us the whole time. But their views of us, I think, has weighed on us to where we lost sense of our value and our significance in the world and in the culture. And we get caught in these are the things we need to do. Okay, this is what, you know, is expected of me as a professional. I need to do this. I need to be. But the real heart of the matter is, who are you becoming as a therapist? And I just had that conversation uh, today with a clinician. You know, she was trying to get these requirements to become certified or a consultant. She's like, I need to do this. this." I said, whoa, how do you want to feel getting to this goal? Who do you want to be? How do you want to serve them? Just take a minute. That's it. Yeah. We get in that rush, right? I want, I want to. And I've been there. I've done it. I still do it. But we want to get to that essence, right? The core. Once you get to that and you emanate that, you'll draw those people, right? That get the the depth. It just becomes more organic. And just, you know, I remember when I was in my journey and my, uh, my supervisor at the time when I was still an intern, she kept talking to me about identifying my counselor's identity. Mm -hmm. she, she would always tell me, she said, I can't tell you who you are. She said, you have to discover that. And the way that we can do that is Again, just like this nugget you are handing us today, begin with your personal why. Don't think about your clients, okay? It's not about your clients. That's an external view that can come in a minute. But what it has to begin with is when you wake up in the morning and you have to step into your therapy shoes, who is that therapist? Who do you want that there? Who are you becoming? We know that we're not there yet, right? <laughs> but we welcome the journey because it is the journey for us as we're growing and as we're evolving, but we have to be, do the work of why. And I avoided that work. Oh man, <laughs> because I'm the type that, and I blame it on my brain, the way my brain is, um, the tedious things, right? I don't, I don't enjoy doing, but then once I finally hit a place because I got tired of struggling and being in that state of doing, 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 and it was leading me to cause me to feel like I was failing and I was good at, and the minute I started, you know, whether we do it in the morning or in the evening, or maybe when you do your coffee break, take the time to figure out why are you here in the field? And, and you, there. you find it when well, sort of like when I found EMDR, like I knew these narrative therapies and this talk therapy. I just, there was a felt sense that something didn't fit and I couldn't figure it out. And then I went to EMDR training. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. And kind of what you were saying about the culture and the community, um, they don't understand. I hear it so often. The EMDR is so great. Then why Hasn't it been on the forefront? You're beginning to hear it. You know, we've had some people, Prince Harry and other people have engaged in this modality to, to promote it. And it's becoming more well-known. And I think the more that we talk about it, it becomes part of us. I said, I think I say EMDR is not a therapy. It's a mission. <laughs> yes. You know, and I, 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 that resonates with me as well. And I mean, EMDR has changed my life. 
has changed the way that I serve. Because for me, when we talk about the niche, right, in discovering the why, and it didn't really start manifesting for me until this year. Matter of fact, if if I'm completely transparent and honest, um, when I came to the first, my first rewired the the huddle that you were offering uh, when we first met, and I remembered um, that in that class, you were just asking us about our goals and everything. And, you know, there was an experience I had in that where you helped me to resource some things and it woke up. Oh, man, my personal passion and why I became a therapist was because of my own journey as a woman who was living um, unaddressed mental health challenges. Um, And I've noticed along my journey, I've worked with men in the criminal justice system as a licensed chemical dependency counselor. And I, I'd like to use this term. I play well with adults. I can play well with even serving men. But then when I got to the women's facility, that was a love. That was a grace. That was a delight. Um, there were challenges. And I'm, you know, because people used to say, I don't like working. And I was like, okay, I hadn't done it, but I gave, you know, went and did it. And I found an affinity in my own soul for us as women. Yeah. I get us. You know, one of the things I like to say to my, you know, people that I get to talk to and things like that, and sometimes even clients, I will say, I'm not my sister's keeper. I am my sister. So in my practice, uh, serving women and helping women to nurture and cultivate their mental and emotional well-being is at the heart of everything that I do, you know, but it took me a while to get there to lean into why, well, I was aware of the troubles, the pains, the challenges, what it was like when I didn't have the help and support. And now that has become my mission in EMDR has leveled up that mission and my confidence in that mission. Because what we do is just, you know, when you witness the light come on in somebody's being. Yeah, the being. Right. It just, EMDR gives us, I know that it does wonders for the clients we serve. But we, those of us who are taking the learning curve and riding that wave in EMDR, it's such a divine experience. I was thinking sacred mission, but yeah, it's a sacred. It's That's my sacred. language, girl. That's what I tell my clients. It's a sacred mission. Those are my, those, yeah, you speaking to me now. <laughs> yeah, healing. We know we're aligned. <laughs> it's yeah. sacred. When you see that, and you're a witness and you're a part of it that's your niche and it moves you it's like oh this is you know and it takes time it takes time with sitting and trying and trying the hat on and seeing if it fits and trying the clothes on and oh she's wearing that you know we will do some comparing but the the main question that the main um thought i would encourage the listeners to say is Who are you and what fills you up? And if you don't know, do what we do with our clients. How do you feel in your body and your emotion right after every session? Just that quick second, evaluate it. Am I full? Okay, that was fun. I enjoyed that, right? And it's like, okay, I'm on to something here. But that takes some experience and there's nothing wrong with it taking some time for new clinicians. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
but once you feel the light and the vibrancy, it's like, oh, you know, that's our, that's our niche. Yeah. I loved what you just said. And I want to just take a moment for us, right? In this beautiful and delicious conversation we've had today to remind us that our journey in this field is a journey. It's not a destination. We're not trying to arrive. And if we are carrying that, I need to arrive at this certain place or I need to get here, then that energy is going to interfere with who we can evolve into becoming and the beautiful things we can create. And if we can just take the pause into, you know, slow the brain down. And just like you said, practice what we teach our clients. Choose not to be a castaway. A castaway is somebody who can give it to others, but they will not return that gift to themselves. And we are not castaways in our field. We deserve the same good, the same healing, the same introspection, the same light and awareness that we give our clients. And we can serve that to ourselves if we're only willing to take time, you know? And just remembering that we're here, you're on a journey, we're on a journey. And we don't have to rush and push and do all the things we can. Frenetic energy, you know, I've had it. I need to, I need to, you know, and we'll get there, if, you know. And it's um process of mindfulness and figuring out how we can just be in the experience with each other, right? Yes. Yes. So check out that Simon Sinek video. Um, there's another link to another um, video on my blog at Rewired360 as well. Um, you can take a look at that blog and um, the YouTube channel with another video about the niche. But I think it's just so important that we offer people resources and ways, you know, to be powerful people. Yeah, because we are, you know. And I just want to celebrate us as clinicians, um, celebrate our journey. You know, I think a lot of times we're so busy minded and busy brain. We don't own the hard work we've had to put into becoming licensed clinicians. And it's a, it's a, it's a journey and a study of human behavior and the mind body realm as a therapist, that's our terrain. That's our field. That's our lane. And we get to own that. And we get to take time to look at the hard work, all the effort, all the investments we've made. And I just want to remind us as we're discovering our niche to don't lose sight of that. Don't forget that, you know. And so what a delicious, delightful conversation we've had today. Cats yes. on the couch. was <laughs> <laughs> no, <isn't> that funny? <laughs> Yes, thank you. And just encouraging everyone to just take a moment and breathe and just let it marinate, right? Yes, I love it. I love it. And so, you know, that is why we're here, friend. We're here to inspire, to inform, to encourage, and ignite that spark, right? For both new, the season, and uh, new and seasoned clinicians who are on this amazing journey. And so, friend, I want to give you the mic and you take us on out of here. Uh, uh, just remember to honor gratitude for your teachers. I honor Tamira and all of her journey. 
Um, giving it away to your people that uh, that are with you is very important. Uh, so I challenge you between this this podcast and next to just give that away. And uh, we've got you. You know, we we get you. We've got you. You have a place to land. Um, and we're so excited to be launching this new venture together with Tamira. These conversations are so fun and critical and uh, we have fun doing it. So thank yes. you. Yes. And so we thank you all for joining us. Please, please make sure, be sure you check us out. Make sure you visit the links, take time to subscribe to the podcast. Come and join the Rewire 360 community. And Kathy, tell them where they can go to get a part of this good stuff you got going on and we got going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have. So it's been a, been a journey, but we have a free peer huddle. We have a free business brainstorm. Uh, we have a way for you to become certified in EMDR and become an approved consultant in a curriculum and university format. And next year, we're going to have a ton of advanced trainings. I have an on-demand training right now for grief and loss, um, but there will be more to come. So make sure and subscribe to my mailing list. And this month, there are some promotions um, coming up. I know we may not get this published in December, but keep checking back for those promotions. We love you. And we love you, Kathy. We love everything that you're doing. And folks, audience, we are here just to tell you, thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to share this broadcast with someone um, that you feel can benefit from it. And so until next time, let us continue our journey through the eyes and have an amazing, amazing day. Take care, friends. Bye-bye.